following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Fridays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids. And here's the show calendar. November 6th at DeVos Performance Hall, rumors of Fleetwood Mac, the best Fleetwood Mac tribute band. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com. November 8th through the 13th at DeVos Performance Hall, Broadway Grand Rapids presents Come From Away, eight performances. November 9th, Five Finger Death Punch and Brand. Lee Gilbert at Van Andel Arena. Tickets available at Ticketmaster.com. November 15th, Pussifier will be inside DeVos Performance Hall in downtown Grand Rapids. Those tickets available at Ticketmaster.com. And November 19th, Coetzel and Jelly Roll Role Models Tour. Tickets available at AXS.com. And don't forget about Jurassic Quest. Runs through November 6th at DeVos Place in downtown GR and Grand Rapids. Comic Con is coming Friday, November 11th through Sunday, November 13th at DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids. More information, just search Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, or DeVos Place wherever you load up your search engines. Fridays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. You ready? Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill Simon. What's up, Michigan? We are back live on the only show willing to tell like it is. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. There's a a volcanic issue right now with Superfly off of the Bill Berg concert last night at Van Andel Arena. One of the best comedy shows this side of Dice Clay at the Palace that I've ever seen. Full House, I don't know, was it 8,000, 10,000? I don't know what the setup is for comedy, but it was a great night. Went to the Acrisure VIP Lounge uh, beforehand. That's cool about the access you get. And so we're there, and the Van Andel team comes up and says, uh, hey, uh, you're the only person who's getting a meet and greet and photo with Bill Burr. And Superfly standing there, my buddy Mark Rasmussen, and they're like, really? And I go, I asked for everyone to go back. And then the Van Andel team said, he's not allowing any other photos with anybody, not even us. You're the only one. And I'm like, why? And she said, because your show is huge. And... Brett barfed his little mini tacos he was getting in the Ackershire Lounge. Mark Rasmussen said, I think I'm going home. Please don't, uh, I'll quote Superfly Hayes, don't feed the beast. And I went and got the photo, spent some time with Bill. We talked sports. We caught up about his tour. He's going to be in Chicago, his next stop. And, and I'm thinking, he, 
And even the manager said, you know, you're the like the first photo he's taken in 10 shows. And I started to have a spiritual experience that I'm some sort of comedic leader or medium. And then I come back after taking the photo. Brett refused to talk to me. He's pounding Bud Lights like it's a contest at some fraternity house. And he's upset because I know now he needs the liquid the liquid fuel to look at me and said it's wrong that I wasn't able to go back with you because I'm saying his movie's wrong. I didn't know he had an animated series. Uh, but I just, the guy makes me laugh, right? And Brett knows everything. Mark Rasmussen by then is refusing to talk to me and I go, you guys are jealous. So then we walk to our seats, had great seats inside Van Andel Arena and a lot of people are stopping. Huge, we listen. Hey, we, and the, the guy's serving us the Bud Light. We listen. Brett now, after a good five, six Bud Light says, how come nobody's stopping me? And I'm like, I don't want to have to show the pecking order here. And I'm trying to take you for a great night out, and I bought your beers. So now when I met somebody, hey, how you doing? What's your name? Where are you from? This is my producer, Brad. It's like, a, and he's like, thank you, man. Thank you. You know what it was? It's like when you, when you used to date before you married your wife, Jeff, where you go out and you didn't introduce her uh, girlfriend, and they get upset, right, that you didn't introduce them. Because usually I didn't introduce them because I forgot their name, even though I'm on a date. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he's you, you can sense the tension over Bill Burr, me being the only guy to get the photo with Lifestyles him. Lifestyles of the rich and famous, baby. I don't know what it is, but he was cool. And, uh, you know, he, he's, he's such a little guy that the photo, I almost look fake. I look like I'm 6'9". I look like Andre the Giant. So great show, though. I know you love concerts. And I think Absolutely. you're going to go see Five Finger Death Punch. You saw Alice Cooper at the Voss Performance Hall. Uh, and we're going to give away some Five Finger Death Punch tickets, right? Is that correct? At Van Andel Arena, is that November 9th, right, Wednesday night? We're going to give some of those away. So in terms of comedians you've ever seen in a big venue, I'm not talking when they were up and coming. Because, you know, Burr in 2009 was at Laugh Fest at Fountain Street Church, and 13 years later, it's 8,000-plus inside Van Andel Arena. So who, who's the best comedian in a big venue you've ever seen? I saw Dennis Miller when I was oh, a student at Ohio University back in 1992, I Did want he to come to the basketball arena at the school or something? Yeah, uh, Performance Hall. So it was like 4,000, like the Lost Performance Hall yeah, here, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he was great. He was not everything hit. But he, he he put on a great show. Uh, I also saw Kevin Nealon at a show at a similar size theater in Columbus. Right, is he still that time. alive? I don't believe so. That's why I, I got. I, I, I'm asking you because I don't want to start yeah, talking about somebody. He was very very funny, but he left like he kind of ended on a sour note. I won't go into it, but it was uh, that was an interesting well, one. Cleveland too, had yeah. a lot of guys at the time that were uh, from there, right? Uh, yeah, Arsenio Hall is from there. Steve it, Harvey's from there, right? And, Drew uh, Carey. Drew Carey, yeah. Who does he? Is he still doing Prices Right? Yeah. Yeah, he does. I, I've never seen Drew Carey do comedy. I used to love his show, but you know, that, yeah. that was a long time ago. Yeah, my best, I said this yesterday on the Huge Show Facebook page, Andrew Dice Clay, I saw him 
at the palace. Man, I would have given anything to see oh, Dice. Back in the day, they, Dice oh, with he, the nursery rhymes. Oh, and, hickory dickory dock. Uh, don't I get me started. Yeah, I, I, I can't finish it. <laughs> but, you know, so Palace for a, a comedy show had, what, you know, 16,000, 17,000. Uh, I've seen Kevin Hart. I think, was it was it Van Andel Arena? I think it was. I, he played there. Yeah, yeah. Grand Rapids. He's, he makes me laugh uh, all the time. And then... Um, I saw Eddie Murphy, I think, back in the day. Oh, wow. I, I think it was Wing Stadium or either it was Joe Lewis. I, I forget because it's a when he did the Raw comedy tour, right? When he when he was really hitting after leaving Saturday Night Live. Could you believe some of the stuff he did back in the day? Like Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood where he couldn't even. I, I can't even repeat the stuff, but this no. was on TV. It, yeah, and now if you try to put that on TV, you'll get no. thrown out. Of the, you're done. <laughs> yeah, you're done. You're canceled. canceled. Yeah, canceled. <laughs> Ask Kyrie Irving what he's going through right now. <laughs> Man, uh, Jeff Risden in studio. Uh, Brett, uh, I owe you and Raz a beer. The over-under was at least 20 minutes of Bill talking about his Bill Burr photo, the only photo Bill Burr took at his Van Andel Arena stop. And you're right. So I got Risden in the studio. We are. Well, I'm gonna talk to him a lot. We're, we're doing whatever we can to not talk about the Lions. <laughs> you know, hold on. That's a good point, Rizzy. That we're breaking down. Hey, great comedy shows. Yeah, I'll go. Well, what's the what's the funniest thing you've ever seen uh, in a big venue? Uh, Dice Clay, Hart, Eddie Murphy, and the Lions against the Dolphins in the second half. Uh, Do we have to talk about the Lions? Well, we got I mean, a lot none. to get to. We'll get to the hog trade. We're gonna you, you'll be in and out during this whole broadcast. We got the yep. NFL Power Hour with former Steelers running back Merrill Hodge, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Make sure you always use the code HUGE when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app to get the promo hookups and get in on all the action this weekend. We got Michigan State. What are they getting? Seventeen now. Against Illinois, Illinois is very good, and you got you got eight guys out. Probably three of the eight were, you know, yeah. Winman was arguably their best defensive player, right? And, and one of the better uh, speed rushers, sack guys in college football, he's gone. I I don't think any of those eight are ever playing again at Michigan. State. I would be very surprised if no, that happened. No way, it doesn't go away. I don't think they were beating Illinois anyway. Illinois got a really, really good defense. Illinois scares me. Illinois against Michigan. Gonna give, Illinois is going to give Michigan some problems. They they they're physical. They like to control the clock. And if you look at their only loss, uh, they led Indiana. And and Indiana, I remember their quarterback. I was watching this game. He went crazy. He went nuts. Like in the last, it was doing nothing the whole game and converted like. Two fourth downs and yeah. you know, three third downs and one third long, and they beat them. I think uh, Illinois, Illinois got a defensive play. back that the Lions should be very interested in with that Rams pick. Uh, Witherspoon press corner you, on the outside. You're talking draft before we even talk about the Lions. That's where we're at. Unfortunately, it's November. It's draft season, Bill. Oh hey, it's our preseason. While everyone else is looking at, uh, did I say preseason? I meant preseason. It's our preseason. Yeah, it is PC. PP works too. Yeah, it does work when you're watching the Lions. <laughs> I, I, I just can't talk about because here, or, nothing against the draft. And Jeff, you do a great job through your real GM days and uh, with Lions Wire. You are you're one of the better draft insiders in the state, if not the Midwest. So, but I can't do this. I, 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 I can't. I, I cannot get over. And maybe it's my obsessive. 
personality. I can't get over one and one and leading Minnesota by double digits. And now they're the worst team in the NFL. And and everyone's talking about how they're going to beat Green Bay. Why? Because Green Bay's struggling? They are, but that's... Well, have you watched the Lions? That's that's the, that's the exact perfect if counterpoint you, If you went by first halves... Okay, let's let's stop for a moment on the, or start yeah. uh, with this. First half led up Minnesota, right? They did. That was a loss. First half, uh, they won the uh, Washington game. Had a great first half. Just you know, didn't finish in the red zone. Um, they led at the half in Seattle against Seattle. Yeah, Seattle. Did they? They didn't lead at the half against uh, New England. Did they lead at no. the half against? Uh, Cowboys, or were they down? They like were four. They were down by 10, one six, score. One score, yeah. like 10, yeah. 10, 6, and three. Yeah, and they led at the half. Did they lead at the half against the Dolphins? They did. So, how many games have they trailed at halftime all year long? Then, what three? Three? Yeah, New England, New, Cowboys. New, New, yeah, New England. They got shut out. Um, and Dallas, Cow- and uh, they trailed. They might have led. No, they didn't lead Philly. They were behind it. Philly. Everybody's behind Philly. Everybody's so, behind Philly. But again, you're talking about <laughs> this isn't a, a, a teardown rebuild that I'm now hearing the company line out of Detroit, Jeff. It's not. They, you know, you know what teardown and rebuilds are is when you're getting blown out 48-7 every week. And I know that doesn't happen in the NFL because they're all pros. Like like Wisconsin football. Back, back when you and I were younger men... Wisconsin was the worst team in the Wisconsin and Northwestern. They were gimme wins, right? Yeah, and and everything literally everything changed overnight for Wisconsin. That they suddenly became well. Now they're not good again, but for for two decades, better part of two decades, probably close to three decades, they were a very great football team, and that's where we're hoping the Lions can get to. But. Man, it ain't there right now. Barry, Barry Alvarez is not in the building, unfortunately. Yeah, so the question is, and we'll talk about it throughout the broadcast with Jeff Risden from the Detroit Lions podcast co-host, also LionsWire.com, Real GM. We will touch on the draft because you're getting to that point, which last year when they were 0-10-1, is it worth it to win any games and hurt your draft position? Or is it worth it to... Not tank, but lose every game and get C.J. Stroud, right? Yeah. And that, that is a question right now. But here's where I, where I have issues, and we'll talk about the Hawk trade too, Rizzy. Yeah, we'll get to that. Okay. If, you're good, if you are pointing in your master plan to not give Goff the big money, to draft a, a, a franchise quarterback again, why would you then get rid of a bailout tight end who's one of the better ones in the game? Because you're going to be young. You're going to be young with Jamison Williams coming back. Depending on how many games he plays this year, he's still going to be almost like a rookie next year, right? Yeah, you're going to get him maybe two, three games, maybe. But then you reach a point, do you risk injury with him? But you do want him to not step in next year and yeah, have and a second I think rookie that's, season. That's exactly what they're doing. They want to get him back in just at the end of the season, just so he's under, he understands the the speed of the NFL game, the physicality that he's going to have to deal with. And I do think Jared Goff is the starting quarterback in 2023, at least to start the season. You get a little bit of chemistry with him. You figure out a little bit of the timing. Not that I think that that's a long-term thing, but it, it's better than not having it. If, if the draft was tonight... And the Lions, where they are picking number one as the worst team in the NFL, would C.J. Stroud be your pick? Absolutely. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Um, um, there, there's no debate. When I look at Bryce Young 
And the Kentucky quarterback, I, I watched Levis. him against, He's, nah. he bad against Tennessee. He, he was overmatched Ooh. against Tennessee. Ooh. Absolutely. And they uh, brought heat on him, and he didn't handle the blitz as well and didn't make the throw. Yeah. What's so, his name? Will what? Will Levis. Will Levis. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's the knock on Stroud, too. Like, if you get him uncomfortable, he makes bad decisions. Look at last year what they did with him, remember? With yep. uh, Hutchinson and Ajamo. Exactly. Right. And uh, it happened a little bit in Penn State last weekend. Um, he rebounded incredibly well Ooh. at the end of that game. My God. I thought Penn State was going to get him, didn't you? For three quarters, they yes. did. And then, then... They just got athletes at Ohio State. Marvin That's Harrison right. Jr. He man. is going to be a stud pro. He, he he would help an NFL team right now. Absolutely. And he's 19 years old. Crazy. Yeah. 19. Yeah, that, 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 that's But think re- about that. You've been probably since you're four, your dad, you know, Marvin Harrison Sr., who's one of the better possession receivers the NFL has ever seen, is working with you. I, so it was C.J. Stroud, number one. So you're, you're, the, you're Brad Holmes in this uh, mindset here, Jeff, of trading Hawk. You have a plan. You, you have to somewhere with Campbell, with uh, Ham. We're going to trust that they have a plan. They have a plan. <laughs> it's, it's somewhere there. So... What is the plan where Hawk wasn't a fit? You are pacing at best a four-win team, maybe, maybe five if you got hot maybe. like you did. Maybe. Yeah. You're but pushing that. Three or four, right? What's your plan? And what's that, what's that year three going to look like for this team? You know, I think. And, and if you have C.J. Stroud, you don't start him right away. You have one more year of golf, probably, right? How, where's his contract at? He's through 2024, but you can get out of it. You can get out of it this summer if you really want to. You can get out of it no, ne- so, the summer of 23 and the 24 so a lot year. So Goff's your quarterback next year. You draft the franchise QB in Stroud. Yeah, you hope. All right, so you, then your plan is what? To have a... I think then the rest of your draft, you know, you got... You defense. Got, yeah, you've got you've got pick number, I think it's 14 because the Rams are, are awful. And is it 32? Because, They're at 32 because Miami tampered with Tom Brady and forfeited their pick. Right, right. So it, it's it's technically a second-round pick, but it's a 32nd pick. And then you've got um, Minnesota's pick, which right now I think is the third lowest in that round. Yeah, so, because they're playing well. Yeah, because, the, because they're good. And Hawkinson makes them better. Oh, Hawkinson, Jefferson, Thalen. Yeah. Uh, One Cook. thing I will say about it, I don't think that people on this side of the trade understand how desperate Minnesota was to get Hawkinson because they lost their starting tight end last weekend. Irv Smith, who's a pretty comparable guy to, to TJ Hawkinson in terms of ability, he rolled his ankle. Um, he's having surgery. He's probably out for the season. Minnesota knows that they have a very limited window with Kirk Cousins when you can still afford to put pieces around him. And Hawkinson's contract is going to be a poison pill for them sooner than later. But if if all's forgiven, if they win it this year, uh, th- next year then they'll they'll worry about that if they have to. And they are right now, I think, the second best team in the NFC. Uh, the way that they're playing, they're they're winning close games. So last year, and this is where you have hope is if you're a Lions fan. All the close games were losing. All the bad things that happened in the second half last year, the Minnesota Vikings. Set the NFL record for the most one law one score loss of any team in NFL history. This year in those games, they're five and zero. They figured it out with a new coach, with a rookie coach and a rookie GM, and not a great deal of personnel changes. So, if you're a Lions fan and you want to find some Kool Aid in this this dark time that we're in, look at the Vikings and how fast they turned around. And they did it for a couple of reasons. One, they quit turning the ball over on offense. And number two, their defense started taking the ball away. 
What does Detroit not do? They don't take the ball away at all on defense, and that's one of the reasons why Aubrey Pleasant is no longer employed. And that's like there's a whole litany of things that we could get into. Yeah, on that, I, but. I believe in terms of just the the little conversation we'll have on the draft today, and you'll be uh, in all three hours uh, in and out of the studio. Uh, we also have Merrill Hodge in the DraftKings NFL Power Hour, former Steelers running back. Uh, we'll talk about Michigan and Rutgers Saturday night, and also get to Michigan State, Illinois. Quarterback, if you're overall number one, uh, and, and it's Stroud, and then I think your next two picks are you gotta defense. Go, you got to get one in your secondary and one up front. Probably secondary would be because you can look what Sauce has done, right? Oh, he's been great. He, so he's so good. You get the best corner there at uh, was it twelve or fourteen? Is it twelve? Uh, twelve, fourteen, 12, fourteen. But, but the Rams are going to lose this week, so it'll move up. It'll move up. So it could be twelve <laughs> to fifteen ish. Yeah, and then thirty-two. You're looking at. You're looking at a. That's where you can get a defensive tackle. That's the right range for that. Uh, that's why Anderson. Some say not Stroud. You go get Anderson to disrupt your defense. I, I think this team right now, again, is built with uh, with Jamison Williams, who ironically Stroud threw to him early in yeah. his career when he was at. Ohio State. I, I think you. Yeah. If you have the worst record in pro football, you have to pick up. The only thing I'll say about Will Anderson is those of you who get frustrated that that Aiden Hutchinson isn't producing. Last four Alabama games, four tackles, one quarterback hit, one tackle for loss. And, and, and there's been some times that I've watched. Not only is he getting double teamed, but he's getting chipped by an nope. H back or running back. And that's happening to Hutchinson at the NFL level. And you see, I. I I, I cringe when I hear people being disappointed in him with what all's going on, but if if that's not good enough for you in the NFL, like he's not getting it done in college that way. That's they're going to find ways. Now, if you have those two together, maybe maybe that's the solution to it. That's sort of what Washington has done with Montez Sweat and, and Chase Young, and when they were both healthy, it was working pretty darn well. But yeah, there, there's there's different solutions for it. I am I'm team quarterback, uh, and I'm. I love Bryce Young as a college quarterback. Love him. In the NFL, you're five eleven to six foot, one eighty to one ninety, depending on how many bricks are in your shoes. Like I, I can't do that. Not for this Lions team that has so many durability and injury problems. I, if you're a fan and you want Bryce Young, I'm not going to tell you that you're wrong because the guy's phenomenal. But that size, that, that that that's that's a tough sell specifically for this franchise. Is there any chance that they could go to Sean Payton and, and offer him total control of the franchise? That would that would be fun. And what that, would they do it though? But you got would Payton push out a guy who was loyal to him, right? And Campbell in their New Orleans days. Everybody, right? everybody seems to think that Sean Payton is the next guy running Dallas from Jerry Jones. I agree, a hundred percent on that. I mean, that. That's that's you know, I'm, uh, you're not going to usurp Dallas. Jerry Jerry wants Jerry gets. Jeff Risden, what he wants, what he gets. He's in all three hours today on a football Friday. Uh, he's with LionsWire.com. Also, he's a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. Just search that in-season, out-of-season. Great opinions delivered weekly. Detroit Lions podcast. Search that on YouTube at J-E-F-F-R-I-S-D-O-N. On Twitter, we'll talk to you uh, later in the show. Yeah, I'll be hanging out and up and around. All right. Jeff Risden in studio on this Friday. Clayton Safey, is he checking in later? And Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com on Michigan Rutgers. Our Bud Light huge question of the day. With Rizzy in Football Friday, what's your adjusted Lions win total for this season?
I've gone from nine and seven to ten and seven after two games. I'll give you my win total later. What, what would be yours, Rizzy? Quick before I let you go. I'm at. What was it before the season? Uh, I was at six and eleven. Six and eleven. I'm so at, where are you at now? I think they'll get to four. They're only going to have a two a two loss or, or two win difference after what we've watched. Yeah. Oh, Rizzy, you're so fine. You're so fine. You <laughs> blew my mind. Hey, Rizzy. Hey, Rizzy. All right. Let's go four. You're trying to be nice, Rizzy. I get I'm that. Trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. You are a nice guy. And hard. I, That's I a curse. I I have a tough time getting past five, which would be a, a four. Well, now five because I upgraded to ten. Eric Zane from the Eric Zane Show podcast was telling us people I upgraded to 13. I said, give me the tape. 13. I've never said 13 wins. I, I was excited. Hard knocks, one-on-one start. They sucked me in. They sucked a lot of us in. They did. And it happens all the time. All right, Rizzy, we'll talk later more. Uh, Lions conversation, hot trade, Lions and the Packers. DraftKings NFL Power Hour with former Steelers running back Merrill Hodge. Superfly's been working hard. He's still irritated. Bill Burr didn't take a photo with him. The only photo Burr took in West Michigan at a stop at Van Andel Arena was with me. That was it. One. One is the only number that I'll ever use. Two isn't the same as one. Superfly does tell me that we have three two-packs to five-finger death punch and Brantley Gilbert coming up on Wednesday in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. So why don't we take callers 8, 9, and 10. If you want to see five-finger death punch and Brantley Gilbert this Wednesday at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR, callers 8, 9, and 10 at 1-866-838-4843 will be winners. That's one 866 838-HUGE. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Rock and country music's hardest hitters join forces. Five-finger death punch. Franklin Gilbert. With special guest Corey Marks. November 9th, Van Andel Arena. I'm a Sale now with Ticketmaster.com. Five Finger Death Punch's new album, Afterlife, out now. Five Finger Death Punch and Bradley Gilbert, live. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Get more for your money every time you shop Meyer. Start shopping for the season's best holiday toy deals. Like buy one, get one 50% off when you mix or match select toys from Barbie, Nerf, Hot Wheels, Disney Princess, Coco Melon, and more. And pick up a meal that helps you feel warm and cozy with buy one, get one 50% off beef, lamb, or pork roasts. Whether it's gifts, roasts, or fresh produce, you get the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Get more for your money at Meyer. Exclusion supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Have you experienced Grand Rapids lately? The city is vibrant, growing, and offers up so much when it comes to entertainment, including two fantastic concert destinations, Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall. Just Google Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall. You can get a list of the current shows with tickets on sale. Also, DeVos Place is the go-to show and convention destination on the west side of the state. 
And if you want to experience GR, go to experiencegr.com and plan your getaway to Grand Rapids and West Michigan. And speaking of West Michigan, I do want to salute the West Michigan Sports Commission for their journey on bringing Grand Rapids major sporting events and building a brand that's big not only on the west side of the state, in the state of Michigan, but across America. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on the huge show across Michigan, always originating from the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studio. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Hey, thanks to everybody who stopped and said hello last night when I was walking to my seats at the Bill Burr Comedy Show inside Van Andel Arena. Do we get the winners for the Five Finger Death Punch tickets? They're in concert Wednesday at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Also, the Grand Rapids Gold call Van Andel Arena home. Their first game at the Van is coming up on Thursday. I will be there. Get your tickets. Be a part of history. And it's also pretty cool uh, what the Gold are doing. $2 hot dogs, $2 beers on Thursday night. That's fantastic. They got family games on Sundays. And they're Tuesdays. Buy one ticket, get another one. With the Grand Rapids Gold, the Denver Nuggets G League team. Now calling Van Andel Arena home, yeah. So their promo nights all season long in downtown Grand Rapids. Tuesdays, buy one ticket, get one free on Tuesday games. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 hot dogs presented by McUltra. And Sundays, this is pretty cool, for Sunday games for the Grand Rapids Gold, the Denver Nuggets G League team, $50 family pack. You get four tickets and $20 in concession vouchers for 50 bucks. That's for Sunday games with the Grand Rapids Gold. That's presented by Meyer. Go to Ticketmaster.com and the usual ticket outlets, and I'll see you on Thursday. Historic night, game one for the Grand Rapids Gold inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Let's go talk to Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com. Get his thoughts on Michigan Rutgers. I know Harbaugh said that uh, the focus is on football, not uh, what happened in the tunnel. Anthony Broom is standing by on the Meyer guest sign. And uh, Anthony, I, I don't think Rutgers is at the level of a trap game at all. Do you? No, not yeah. not even close. Okay. Um, you know, it is uh, probably the easiest opponent they will have faced since non-conference play. Um, I mean, you can make an argument. I, I think they're slightly better than UConn is, but this is uh, you know with their their situation at quarterback, they're going to play. They're going to be playing a young guy on Saturday, and I just don't see a scenario where. I mean, there are always scenarios where and Rutgers has played Michigan tough the last couple of years, but. I just don't see it in this game. So where's Michigan at uh, away from uh, the, the tunnel? And I, I, I believe from the Michigan side, outside of the players involved who will pursue uh, legal uh, charges or lawsuits or settlements or whatever happens, where's this football team at right now in terms of their pace? Uh, to me, they look like a team that will be undefeated going into Columbus. I know Illinois 
uh, plays that slow down old school classic Bielema football. But I don't see them winning the battle of the trenches with the Michigan offensive and defensive lines. And I know I'm looking ahead, but I really think Michigan is going to be 11 and 0 going into Columbus. I, I agree with you. I think that it's it's a weird dynamic in that for the second consecutive year you have a bit of a, a program reset after the Michigan State game. And this year it obviously comes you know, after a win, but there was a lot of emotions and uh, I'll say a trauma, I guess, that came out of Saturday's situation. And, you know, this team at some point just had to get back to football this week. But, um, you know, I, I do see their – I mean, I, I'm not expecting a hangover game or anything like that, but – I am interested in seeing, like, this has been a team that has more or less been on a warpath over the first nine weeks of the season. And then, you know, your momentum has, wasn't stopped on the field, but it was kind of stopped emotionally. And, and your, your psyche kind of shifted to something else there for a few days. So I actually think in this case, getting back to football for them was, was good for them. I think that it, it will be, you know, you know, there is some, I guess, anger, if you want to call it that, to take out on a team, and they will probably be redirected into this opponent that they'll play tomorrow. But, yeah, I mean, I, Illinois is you know, that's kind of the, the next test. I mean, we thought that that might be a, a game that is a bit of a, I guess a trap game would be how some people would call it before, you know, Illinois kind of had the season it did. But now it's looking, you know, it, it looks like it'll be a top 25 matchup. It looks like it has the chance to be a game that, you know, for all this talk about Michigan's playoff resume and, you know, that they haven't really played anyone. Well, that's, that looks like it could be a resume game now. So, which could help them, you know, if they dominate in it going into that game at Ohio State. You know, you want to win the game at Ohio State, but, you know, there is still a, a part of it where if you're 11 and 1 and still kind of hanging around in the playoff picture, um, you know, you're going to need some help from other teams. But, you know, all of a sudden you win that Illinois game and, and it's kind of like weirdly one of your signature wins. So, We'll see what happens. I, I, I like them. Even before all this stuff happened last week, I've, I've liked the makeup of this team. I think it has good leadership. I think that Jim Harbaugh's coaching staff is is phenomenal at what they do, uh, just in terms of not only just coaching the guys, but also, um, as weird as it sounds, just loving the players too, being empathetic, being open-minded, listening, tending to their needs. So you know, it, it's been an emotional week, uh, but I think that in this case, you know, we're, it's you know, football has been very business-like for them this year. I feel like this game uh, is one where it's going to be a bit of a release for these guys. And, and that's that's probably good news as they need to refocus and a lot of things to work on still. But, um, yeah, I'm with you. I think that going into the Ohio State game, you're looking at a team that will be 11-0. What do they need to work on, Anthony? And, by the way, Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer Guest Line talking about Michigan Rutgers and the state of Michigan football. Right now, you mentioned work on. What do you think uh, to uh, beat a ranked Illinois team and Ohio State, who should be two or one uh, by that time? What what does Michigan need to work on? Well, it starts with the red zone. Something we've talked about a ton. I'm sure you know the other guys when they've been on your show this week have talked about it. Uh, you have to finish. You know, in a, in a game like Illinois. Like their best chance of sticking in a game like that is making you settle for field goals instead of touchdowns. And you know, Michigan State wasn't a team that was um, constructed to kind of take advantage of that. But you know, Illinois—they play in the Big Ten West. They're used to playing bar fights uh, and things like that. So I think that the red zone offense is a big deal. And obviously, like you can't do it in a game like that, but you definitely can't do it when you go down to Columbus. So 
Um, you know, they're lighting too many first and second down play calls on fire in the red zone. That needs to change. I think most of it's because they've started their started their sequences down there with a run play, and you're automatically kind of putting yourself uh, behind the sticks there. So uh, some people will say it's playing possum before the Ohio State game. I say you just need to be better and run your offense. So that would be the biggest thing. Um, and in addition to offensively, I, I mean, I'm not asking them to open up the passing game and, and move away from the run, but you know, their wide receivers need to do need to help the quarterback out a little bit. Now there are times where he's not seeing stuff down the field, and you know, when Michigan gets JJ McCarthy on the run, it seems like he does see the field a little bit better. But I haven't seen those wide receivers, you know, outside of Ronnie Bell, who's a given every single week, um, create separation enough and. That's something that needs to get better too. So as we move into this stretch run here, like I don't have many questions about the defense other than health. They got some guys banged up still, um, but offensively, it, it's the red zone, and it's just you know at some point someone's going to load up and if not stop your run, slow it down, and you're going to have to attack them some other way. That's something I still need to see. They haven't really had a lot of resistance there yet. His name is Anthony Broom. You can follow everything Michigan football at the Wolverine. Dot com joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. Before I let go, I do want to send a shout-out uh, to a highly talented running back by the name of Bryson Kudzall out of Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern who accepted a preferred walk-on uh, offer uh, from Michigan, uh, 6'2", about 200, uh, 205, uh, incredible speed, uh, I think 439, and he will be a preferred walk-on uh, I think he has ability to be a kick returner, and who knows with the Michigan uh, off-season training program could emerge as a sleeper. But uh, he had, you know, preferred walk-on offers from a lot of big schools, including Michigan State. And my son, as a sophomore, had a chance to block for him all ten games. Uh, he is, and I've seen Oklahoma, Texas running back, some of the great ones that I've called during my high school play-by-play days. But he is a talent. And he's smart in the classroom, smart on the football field, and Harbaugh and Coach Hart, uh, I think they got a, a nice preferred walk-on. I want to give him uh, some love, and Bryson Cudzall, senior at Grand Rapids, Forest Hills Eastern. So keep an eye out for him, Anthony. I will. Uh, I'll tell you this. I mean, he's going to be playing special teams, and, and Michigan plays real good special teams. So uh, look forward to maybe in a couple of years seeing what he can do out there, but that's awesome, and Obviously, congrats to him and, and the Grand Rapids area. Yeah, the, the high school football in this area is, is coming. It is really good. And, yeah, I, I told my son uh, before the year started and every week, I said, you know, treasure blocking for him uh, because you'll remember this. And he had some amazing games, amazing kick returner. And, like I said, speed and uh, moves and power. And he works hard. So, you know, really, as a preferred walk-on, he has – Nothing to lose. You're going to go to Michigan. Uh, yeah, I think he got a bunch of academic scholarships because he's so smart. And, hey, you work hard, you, you never know uh, where it takes you. And the Michigan degree uh, will be there to help you the rest of your life. Absolutely. And like I said, with all everything you just listed, sounds like a good fit. And we'll, we'll be keeping an eye on him for sure. Do that. We'll, we might remember this conversation a couple of years from now. Anthony Broom, you can follow everything leading up to Rutgers during the game, after the game, and all season long with Harbaugh and the Wolverines at thewolverine.com. Anthony, good stuff. Enjoy the game. Of course. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. I, 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 I know it's my son's team, but he's a 
such a good young man in Bryson Cudzell. And I was proud of a young offensive line that had Nathaniel Nowicki and my son Ace and Serba, three sophomores at times, blocking for a kid who was just a he's a generational high school running back, at least for Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern. And you know, and he I think it came down to being a preferred walk on at Michigan State or Michigan. And he chose the Wolverines yesterday. And good luck to Bryson Cudzall. And I know his family, friends, and the Forest Hills Eastern football program. Extremely proud of him because he worked hard. And hard work does pay off in the end. To the callers online, Michigan will hear you next. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Attention BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Well, here's a chance for both of you to earn $50 bonuses when you sign up through the BetMGM Refer a Friend program. Hey, this is Matt Shepard. Just sign in in your BetMGM account and click on the Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with with their bonus and the wager is settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement and get a $50 bonus every time you refer a friend to BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable site credit. Site credits expire in 30 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117. Excludes Michigan disassociation persons. Huge here for the Grand Rapids Gold. They're the Denver Nuggets G League team coached by former NBA All-Star Andre Miller. And they'll be playing their home games in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. And the Gold's home opener in GR will be Thursday night, November 10th. If you need tickets, quick link, follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Twitter, Facebook, or just Google Grand Rapids Gold. Their home opener is on Thursday night, November 10th at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's the $100,000 Buckets of Cash. Every Saturday in November, each week, we're giving away $25,000 in cold, hard cash. Drawings are 7 to 11 p.m., with every winner taking home five grand. Grab Buckets of Cash only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for a superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. We are back wrapping up another hour on the only show willing to tell like it is. Do want to remind everybody what's on tap at all the brands, steakhouse and grills. 
You can watch Michigan State, Illinois tomorrow, Michigan Rutgers, and also the Lions and the Packers on Sunday. Happy hours twice a day at all Brands locations. For the one close to you, go to Brands.com. You'll find a Brands in Bay City. For our listeners on 100.9 FM, the Brands in Caledonia, just south of GR. For those listening on 96.1 The Game in Grand Rapids, Brands in Cascade, east of GR. Johnny Brands in Granville. You'll find the Brands in Holland, off of US 31 in James, if you're listening on WHTC. And Johnny Brands on Leonard, downtown GR, right off of 131. Brands.com for the location close to you. Pickup, delivery, all your brand's favorites. Everything is waiting for you at Brands.com. 24-7. If you need anything connected to this show, it's free and available at thehugeshow.net. Big.